Welcome to Thinking Into Success. I'm Dr. J.A. Jones, your spiritual coach, encourager, and friend. I'm here to help you find spiritual solutions to real problems. Each week, we deliver solutions to issues you're facing in life or someone you care about. Let's get started. to you. I am so glad you're here. This is J.A. Jones. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Good evening, good night, good afternoon, good day to you, and good blessings. Now, this is the day that the Lord has made. Guess what? You're here, and I am here, and we both are going to rejoice and be glad in this day. Today is a special day because I'm going to share with you some information that you or somebody you care about will learn, will get to know, will become better because of the information today. Now, hopefully it's just not information, it's application. That means what you get today, it's important to apply it, not just tomorrow, but what about today? Okay, tomorrow is not here yet. So I want you to get the information, but hopefully you have the revelation of this information. Either way, I'm going to give you great value today about mental health maintenance. That's right. That's what I just said. Mental health maintenance. All of us, all of God's creation thinks. Think about that. You think, your children think, your neighbor thinks, your coworker thinks, your enemy thinks, we all going to think about something. You know, we all are God's creation. So we have to address our thought life. So I'm going to talk about mental health maintenance today. <laughs> I am glad you're here. I'm going to give you four reasons how not to worry about life or about tomorrow. However you want to look at it. Now someone said, worry often gives a small thing a big shadow. Mm, mm, mm. I think that's true, okay? So we can't worry. I'm going to help you and I'm going to show you the importance of not worrying. I used to be a worryholic myself or a worry addict. I worried about my job, family, life, my health, my esteem, my identity. I just worried because I just got misplaced in life because of what people said about me. So I worried to the point where I didn't think I was going to succeed in most things, whether it's work or going to school or going back to school or in relationships or in my finances. But that is all out the door. Whoop, it's gone. Whoop, there it is. Whoop, there it go. So today it's about helping you to understand how not to worry about tomorrow or yesterday or today, either one. <laughs> Stick with me. Now, here's some principles from the word. Now, it says in Matthew chapter six, verse 25, I'm gonna read you a few principles, a few scriptures to help you to kind of lay the foundation of today. Whatever day of the week you're listening, I know you're gonna be encouraged and you're gonna get more excited about life. Therefore, I say to you, 
Do not worry about your life. Mm, mm, mm. What you shall eat, what you shall drink, <clears throat> nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more valuable than they? Which of you, by worrying, can add one cubic to his statue? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. Neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now, if God so clothe the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Now, here's the other principle, verse 31. Therefore, do not worry, saying, what shall we eat? What shall we drink? What shall we wear? For all of these things Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. Here's the key. Verse 33. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. I want you to know today that you do not have to worry. Several times it said, don't go there. But yet, millions of people are going into the state of thinking worrisome thoughts. Now, you got to see yourself not worrying. It's a vision of the future. You must identify your life with the vision of the future and not a worry memory of the past or the present. That's why Matthew is telling us something today. That's why these principles are telling us something we need not to do. Okay, don't worry about tomorrow. Now, personally, I said earlier I was a worry addict especially during my teenage years or my preteen. My mother had a worry problem. Now I had a worry problem because she made sure I knew that I had to be with her, you know, hanging out with her, talking to her, sitting down. And she worried about family. She worried about life. She worried about my brothers, obviously, because they were doing crazy stuff. And she would ask me, where is so-and-so? Where is so-and-so? Then she would hear the sirens uh, outside of the door, outside of the house. You would hear uh, loud noises on the street. She would hear just ambulance coming down. Or, and we're thinking, or she's thinking, that's one of my brothers. But nevertheless, it never was, at least at that point. So I absorbed that spirit or that attitude. And now I became an adult in my 20s. I'm a little older than 20. You know I am. 
So I began to worry about family, life, and where is this, and where is this, uh, when is this going to happen? So I kind of got that same attitude. You know, genetics are crazy, ain't it? You may look like a family member, but eventually you may even act like that family member acted. So you don't have to worry. I'm going to give you some things. Now, I want to repeat one main verse here. The principle tells us, therefore, I say to you, verse 25, do not worry about your life. I am saying to you today, don't worry about your life, what you eat or what you drink or your body or what you're going to put on. I know we're in a bad time in our society. We're in a COVID-19 era. We're in a racial disparity, a racial injustice, social issues, economic issues, all of these issues. And most people don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. The things are so uncertain. But I am certain today to tell you that these words I'm going to give you are something you can hang your hat on. You can put your heart in because these principles will not fail you. Because God will not fail you. The word worry means several things. I want to give you some thoughts about worry. Apprehension. Burden. Discomfort. Nervousness. So many people are biting their nails. They're shaking their leg. You know, really, worry means distracted. You can be or get distracted because of life, because of uncertainty. But you don't have to go there. Because the Bible tells us, the principle tells us, don't worry. There was a one setting in the Bible, in the Luke, Gospel of Luke, in the Gospel of Luke, chapter number 10. It talks about Mary and Martha, how they worried. Actually, Martha was worried and worried and worried and worried. And, and even Jesus said to her, why are you so careful? Why are you so cumbersome? Why are you so worried about so many things? You need to be like Mary. Not be like Mike. I want to be like Mike. No. Jesus said you need to be like Mary. She chose the needful thing. She was at the feet of Jesus. I don't know. She could have been praying. She could have been listening. But she was quiet. You have to quiet your mind from all of the distractions around you so they won't get in you. As a teenager, as a young person, as a single mother, as a married couple, as a husband, as a wife, as a worker, as a supervisor, as a leader in your community, whatever space you hold in life, you have to get a hold of yourself and Shut your mind down. Quiet your life. You got to know that. It can distract you. The world can distract you from your purpose. The news can distract you from what God has called you to do. What you want to do in life. Because when you acknowledge him in all your ways, he will direct your path. Because you're not leaning on your own understanding. So let me give you these few things today to help you not to worry. These four things, okay? Here we go. Verse 25 talks about something that's important for us to know. Is not life and body more important 
than food and clothing. Can you say this with me? Yes, life is. Okay, your life is more important than what you put on and what you put in your mouth. Yes, you need food. Yes, it's important to put on some clothes before you go outside, okay? <laughs> it's important to eat something. If not, you may not be around after 30 to 60 days, okay? It's important to do that. But the principle here is that God provides for our lives and our bodies. God does, okay? He is the one that created life. Do you know that you have a purpose? Do you know, according to certain uh, statistics, that you survived 600 well, or 500 million sperms to get to planet Earth, to be born into this world? Yes, for you to be born into this world. We'll say, let's give or take, let's go with a million, okay? Sperms came out to get to the egg. 999 didn't work, didn't make it, okay? But that million one did, or however that worked out, and that's you. Voila, you were born. So know this, your life is more important than what you are worrying about. Someone said, he who has displayed so great goodness as to form the body and breathe into the breath of life into us will surely follow up with the blessings and confer the smaller favor of providing that the body be clothed and that life be preserved. My second reason is this. I believe it's verse 26 in Matthew 6 and 26. It says, look at the birds of the air. Are you not more valuable than they? Come on, say, yes, I am. I need you. To, I'm, I'm listening. Yes, I am. Okay, good. I heard you. The birds are an example of God's ability to provide. Yes, is an example of his ability to provide. Through his providential workings in nature, God provides for the needs of his creation. Yes, he does. Okay? Now, that doesn't mean you don't go to work. Hello. That don't mean because the Bible says a person that don't work, they are not going to eat. Okay? So it's important to work for your living or to do something, not just to take hand out, but, you know, some people just want to hand out from the system, the government, the state, or whatever. Then, and that has its place for sure. But we got to put our faith to work. We got to go out there and fill out applications. We got to go out there and cut somebody's yard. We got to do what we got to do. We got to get go back to school and get your mind right, get your mind more sharp. But you got to look at the nature. Look at the birds. I love to see birds. I love eagles. You know, I'm an eagle guy. So I love to see an eagle just soaring in the sky, carefree. Just carefree. We used to live in Anchorage, Alaska, and I used to love to see eagles hang up in the tree way up there. Now, the eagles are way up there. They're not way down there. They're way up there. Then they kind of take off and just spread their wings and fly. I believe I can fly. I believe I can, you know, you know how that goes. But nevertheless, you got to know that looking at the birds in the air, 
you are more valuable than they are. Correct. We are more valuable than birds that God allowed to be here. So you got to know that. How much valuable are birds? They have this place, but you were created in the image of God. You were redeemed by the blood of his son. So think about this. You don't need things to be in a place of distraction. Okay? You know, you got to know that your physical needs must not distract you from what is really important in life. God will provide. Say this with me. God will provide. You got to speak it. Because one principle tells us death and life are in the power of the tongue. Here's the next thing. Here's my third reason. Okay. Can you grow taller or wider simply by worrying? Uh-uh. I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> there are many things in life which cannot be affected by worrying. For example, worrying will not make our bodies grow any taller. Now, some of you want to be tall and you're short. Then you say, you know, good things come in short packages or big things come in short packages. Well, that's perspective or that's relative. I'm tall. I'm six feet plus. Okay, six two. Now, in compared to the average man, I'm taller. And some people, most men are like 5'10 or 5'11, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I'm here to let you know by me worrying, I'm not going to get to 6'6 or 6'7. I would love to be 6'5, 6'6 or 6'7, but that's not my lot in life. You may want to be even shorter, and that's all right, but that's not your lot. But if you worry a lot, that's not going to make you taller or it's not going to make you bigger. Well, it may make you bigger or wider because sometimes people worry, then they begin to eat more, eat more comfort foods. Then they eat more and more and more. And all of a sudden, they do get wider. <laughs> but nevertheless, let's go forward. That's, we got to go forward, okay? But the point is this. Food and clothing cannot guarantee that you will have them tomorrow. Mm -hmm. In other words, what I mean, when you worry about food and clothing, that's not a guarantee. You're going to have them tomorrow. So don't worry about them. You know, give it all to God. Life happens. Yes, tragic things happen. People lose their job. Hurricanes come around. Tornadoes. Earthquakes, uh, disasters, COVID-19, uh, social injustices, economic disparities. All of those issues do happen in life. And that is so relevant today. But you don't have to worry, okay? You, it will not add something to your life that is a blessing. It may add a burden. So let it go and give it to God. My fourth reason is this. The lilies of the field are taken care of. Won't God provide for you also? Now, we just talked about the birds in the air, per se. But think about it. Another example. This is definitely another example of God's ability and willingness to provide 
for his creation. We talked about other things, but how you must know today is that without any toll, think about it, on their part, nor care bestowed on them by human invention or human uh, interaction or human making things happen. They clothe themselves because God built that in to that system. Will not God much more clothe you if the lilies of the field, if the grass gets green and the lilies of the field, they, they bloom, they blossom during uh, March or April and you see the Easter lilies and you see all of these things and you see how they just kind of go in and out through a certain season. You may think it's gone, but it's not. Sooner or later, the lilies are going to come back and, and the grass will kind of fade sometime, but sooner or later it will come back. You got to realize that's nature. But how much more will God clothe you? God is able to clothe you because the grass of the field is fine. Is he not able and willing to do it for you too? Yes, he can. Come on, say yes, he can. And yes, he will. I need to hear you. Yes, he can. You can say it. And yes, he will do it for me. Mm, mm, mm. You are God's creation and you're created in his image. You are God's divine design. Don't you know that? <laughs> you are not a mistake. You are God's divine design. Don't have little faith. If we worry about food and clothing and all of those things, then we are in a place called little. I think verse 30 talks about it, okay? But we got to have faith in God. You got to have faith in the promises that are in the scripture. You know and you got to know that God cares for you. God cares about what you care about. Whatever your burdens, you actually have to, in prayer, you have to verbalize at times, and you have to say, Lord, I give you all of these burdens. I give you the care of yesterday. I give you the care of today. And I'm going to give you the care of tomorrow. I can't do it without you. So you have to put your faith in a God that cares about you. I'm talking about tangibly. Your faith is real. It's not here today and gone tomorrow. Life can be here today and gone tomorrow. So you got to realize that put your faith in God. Then you got to know that you don't have to worry. Okay? God will provide. God will make you what you need to be at any time because he is what you need him to be when you need him to be it. But my last thing is this. It's not part of the four, but under the umbrella of the last one I said, you have to make God your number one priority. Mm -hmm. You have to put the creator first. He is not just your creator. He is your sustainer. He's the one that is your source, not a resource. God is your source. He's the source of your strength, 
He's the source of your power. He's the source of your uh, ability. You have to look at him from that perspective. And I guarantee you, life will get better. Now, someone said this, don't worry, be happy. Well, I have a better perspective for you today. Don't worry, seek God first, do his will, and you'll be content or happy, however you look at it. Don't worry, seek God first, do his will, and you'll be content. Or if you want to fill in the blank, you'll be happy. Not based on circumstances, but you'll be happy because you have peace with God and you're following his path. Now, he's not just somebody way up there. He is real. Okay? You got to realize that once you put him first, life gets better in every area of your life. So don't worry. Put God first or seek him first. I guarantee you, you'll be content. I am content. I am no longer a worry addict. I am free from my past. I have a new identity. I'm not a worry-holic any longer. <laughs> no, no, no. Every day, I get up and I put him first. Oh, I do look at the news. I do look at bad things, you know, what is reported on the news. You do hear it on the radio, you can see it on your phone, you can see it on your computer, you can see all of the political things, you can see all of the issues we're facing in life, you can see all of the disparity. But the, the point that I want you to know today, remember I said, I'm here to help you to get better. I'm here to be a blessing, not a burden. I'm here to help you to go to the next level. Today is your day. Today is a day of understanding who you are and whose you are. That means whom you belong to. Once you realize that you belong to God, you'll do his will. That means you'll follow his word. Don't worry about tomorrow. Put God first. Do his will, which is his word. And I guarantee you, you'll be content when other people are not. You'll be certain when life appears to be uncertain. You'll be sure when other people are not so sure about what's going to happen because your faith is in God and his word. And I guarantee you, you will not worry. Thank you for listening to Thinking Into Success. Now, if you enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe, share it with your friends, click the like and follow button, take a screenshot and share it on your social stories. I look forward to you being with us on the next episode. Until next time.